it is Jacqueline Kitzman, and this is the Awaken Tarot podcast, and I bring this to you as my cat tries to climb out a window. Paulo, stop that. Uh, hello. So happy to be back. Sorry that it has been a little bit longer. We took a little bit of a holiday break due to Gabe's parents being here, and um, just a general, I, I would just say general, like, laziness. We spent a whole day in L&D, uh, labor and delivery, monitoring contractions, and then, like, at one point, like, two weekends ago, and we were like, fuck it. No podcast episode this week. So anyway, here we are uh, with an episode for you guys, and I'm excited about this one because it is a card we've not covered yet, but it's one that is near and dear to my heart, especially right now. You'll figure it out. You'll see why. We're going to talk about the sun today. The sun um, the sun card, uh, which is in the major arcana. It is in line three. It is the third card from the end. Um, after the sun comes judgment, and then comes the world, and currently here comes Apollo across my lap. Gabe, remove the cat. Oh, no, he's removing himself. Uh, so... Yeah, so we're going to talk about the sun. And I'm really excited to talk about the sun um, because I think that when we talk about it, there's some aspects that we maybe miss in regards to, uh, like, the meat of the meaning of this card. Um, Because when we look at this card, you know, the traditional, well, I guess I should first explain what it looks like. It's a big sun, and it's over a sunflower field, and there is a very naked baby, uh, and they are riding a horse, and they are whipping what looks like a giant red cloth off. And again, this is, uh, this is I'm using the Smith Rider Weight deck illustrated by Pamela Coleman Smith. So when you look at the traditional meaning of this card, this card often symbolizes joy and warmth and understanding and happiness and just kind of like it gives off I mean nobody looks at the sun and thinks ah shit what a horrible card like no it's a it's a generally a very uh, cheery card to get if you base it off of just what you see pictorially on the card when you pull it but as we know uh Pamela Coleman Smith she created these cards and these pictures to display the most I would say, um, evocative meaning of this card. And then it's up to us to go past that one picture uh, and get really into the meat of the card. So one of the things that comes up for me personally when I pull the sun isn't just happiness and cheer and joy and childlike enthusiasm. Those things can be aspects, yes. But one of the things that comes up to me is transition, like this readiness for complete change. Let me explain why. There are, I believe, seven cards in the tarot that display horses. This is one of them. And anytime we see a horse, we're looking at some sort of action or transition. Um, A really good example of that is in the death card right? Um, But then you also have all of the night cards to consider, and those are all very active cards. Those are actions and energies that that evoke us to think about what we're doing next or what has come or what needs to happen. And they all bring us somewhere else. When you go into a night or when you go into a card, specifically like think about death, when you're in the death card, you're going somewhere else or in the six of wands, which is also kind of like a very like, like I would say, uh, especially with like 
the cloak in the Six of Wands. Uh, it's almost like in the Six of Wands, you went from being this this baby in the sun card to being this fully grown adult without so without all of the uh, with a little bit more um, modesty because now that you're wearing that cloak and you're older. Uh, whereas the baby's just kind of like full on naked, not wearing any clothes, throwing the throwing the cape off. But what is really similar about all of these things is that you have a horse and it's taking you somewhere, taking you to victory, taking you towards success, taking you t into death, into, into a really, really big transition uh, in all through the nights where obviously you're making decisions that are taking you somewhere else. You're changing direction or continuing in a direction. The point is you're moving, and that's no different in the sun card. When you have a horse and a card, you really want to think about that transition. And what's really, really cool about the idea of that is that the card that comes after the sun card is judgment, which is a huge transition. When you look at judgment, it's not just about some big decision making. It's the penultimate card in the tarot where it, where divine literally blows a horn and raises what was dead and brings it up. It's this rejoice, this reckoning. And so in the sun card, this is us throwing off that cloak, being completely ready to be raised from something difficult. Because in the third line of the tarot, like the first few cards, you're like going through it. You're in devil and you're in tower and there's the moon and you have that really sweet little break in the star, right? And the really cool thing about the star is that stars are little suns or big suns, but they're suns that are so far away, they look to us like stars. So when we're in the star, it's almost like we're in this little like pre-sun area that's light years away, it seems, from being in the light of day, right? From being in this sun, going from traveling this distance, right? Again, going back to that horse analogy, traveling this distance of what brings you, what makes a star a sun. And that's distance, right? That's moving, that's action. So by the time that we're in the sun and we pull the sun, or something. It's not just about like, be joyful and happy and yay. It's also kind of about, oh my gosh, like, be really happy because you're pulling off all of these, all of these coverings and boundaries and you're going finally into the final phase of reckoning and transition in this cycle that you're in. So take a moment to really soak that in before you go into judgment and then of course the world, which is that completion. The other thing about the sun is that while we often think of it as this happy, very joyous card, we also have to talk about what else the sun does. Because the sun, yes, it gives life, but if you stay out too long in the sun, you you wither or you burn, <laughs> you can dry up and fizzle out. It's also so much about being unable to hide. There's no shade. So when you're in the sun, you are in a spotlight that doesn't stop. You are completely bare and there's no hiding, right? It's kind of this essence of why this child is naked. It's not so much that this is a child on this horse, maybe, but maybe it's that what, what we're seeing is nakedness in a way that isn't sexualized, nakedness in a way that is more along the lines of being completely open and able to, and having no secrets anymore. Like you are in a place where secrets don't exist, where everything has been brought into the light. And maybe for some, that's a really uncomfortable feeling. 
it's a necessary thing that has to happen because it has to happen before you can get into judgment and then the world. But it's not always comfortable for people to be like, okay, I'm ready to bear all, right? But, you know, even thinking about it in regards to, like, you have, like, for instance, if you're wondering whether or not you should tell somebody something and you're pulling a card and you pull the sun, the sun is not a card that's saying, yeah, you should keep that shit secret. No, it's saying you should absolutely tell them or you're never going to get closure. Like, there is a relief. It doesn't excuse you from dealing with the consequences of bearing it all. But it does bring you into that next phase of, okay, now I'm ready to bear it all and take on the consequences that come in judgment and then closure in the world. And it also brings us back into that tie of horses where we are moving from one state of being, emotional state of being or physical state of being, into the next. I also think it's really, really great to think about nakedness throughout the entire line of the in the entire third line of the major arcana in the tower so you've got in the in the devil which starts it out you've got two naked people wearing chains you move it and then the devil who's obviously just full on penis out and then you move into the tower and the tower has people falling from it losing their crowns uh kind of jumping away from things that society deems appropriate and taking that completely down and you move into the star and from the star like you're you're totally naked you go from the star to the moon the moon doesn't have any people in it but it the the moon is also full so you're dealing with full on full bodied kind of this essence of nakedness into the sun where of course in judgment and in the world you're completely Clothes are not a thing. It's taking us back to that idea that being open and ready is very important. Gabe, is this making sense or have I just gone on like a long tangent about naked people? Did you just moon me? Well, we have to keep this in now. <laughs> no, you guys won't see it, but you'll, but you'll hear nakedness. about his butt. I did not see you moon me. That's how into this tangent about naked people I was. I'm sitting here, like, also, like, basically naked because I've been having contractions all day. Not, like, real contractions, Braxton Hicks, but whatever. What were we talking about? <clears throat> right. Um, the sun. So, yeah, it the, the sun is a really interesting card because if we get totally lost in the portrayal of joy and happiness we lose a huge part of the card, which is an invitation to move from the, the the kind of like secrecy and soft truth in the moon into this full on bare naked truth that may not always be comfortable for people. Because again, like I think about Ginger's, my poor, sweet, sweet husband. And like if he spends more than like seven minutes in the sun, now we've got like very tomato-esque human. So the sun is not something that is comfortable for all people, literally or physically. And that's something to be acknowledged. So when we're in the sun, really take a moment to think about what that transformational nakedness or vulnerability is bringing you to. Like where, how is that nakedness bringing you into judgment, which is that reckoning and that rejoicing. Okay, I think I have covered the sun. 
Okay, we're done with the sun. So, as we all know, it is now the part of the podcast where I come out and literally birth a human on this podcast. No, I'm kidding. We already discovered and conversed about that not being a thing, unfortunately. We're going to talk about the collective reading. The collective reading, (laughs) you don't talk, you don't get on a podcast for, what, like two weeks and all of a sudden, like, a bunch of white supremacist terrorists are breaking into the Capitol, and now you have to give a collective reading. That is the Ten of Pentacles in reverse. (laughs) What do you do when everything is fucking different, right? How do you, what do you do? What do you do when, and, and it's been this way, right? Like, things are crumbling and changing. We're developing a whole brand new, we're getting a new president-elect, Joe Biden and Kamala Harris, and we are uh, finally getting rid of Trump, who uh, instigated an entire coup terrorist attack on the Capitol recently, and then got kicked off every single social media platform there is. And it's just like, and who maybe the... The 25th Amendment may be invoked. Uh, So this is where we're at. So what do we do? Collectively. Uh, The Ten of Pentacles is such a collective card. And that's great because it's the collective reading. So we have to rebuild. We have to rebuild in regards to where are we putting our time and energy. And it it needs to be with the people who are most affected by a white supremacist government, which is the Black community and the BIPOC communities, uh, we need to be uplifting them because there's a lot of collective trauma going on right now in regards to the way that the Black Lives Matter movement was handled by police and the way that it was handled uh, just earlier this week at the Capitol. So how do you rebuild? You don't rebuild using the same set of crumbled and broken pieces of capital building, that where you get new, you bring in new, you rebuild, you you build an entire new way of doing things. Um, and that's not just politically, that's also the next two weeks for you guys. You have to find a way to rebuild brand new so that the things that you're building service anyone. Because again, the suit of pentacles is so much more than just work and money. Yes, those are facets, but really it's about community and family and that collective kind of spirit. And that's where we are right now. Okay. We have to rebuild inclusively. We have to rebuild really trying to be fucking better and not go back and not rebuild what once was, but rebuild totally fucking new for the benefit of us all, please. Okay. That's it. Gabe, get us out of here.